Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Our Father Podcast. This is Rich. About two and a half years ago, my producing partner, Rudy Mendoza, bugged a confessional in a Catholic church, revealing to us the deepest, darkest secrets of the congregation. We've been releasing these recordings as episodes of the podcast every two weeks. Rudy has since been presumed dead in Europe after being pursued by a Catholic secret society. Despite these dangers, I have decided to continue his work. This is our father, and on today's show, our confessor is consumed with envy. Hi, uh, come in, please be seated. Thank you, thank you. Um, uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, it's, it's been a couple of years since my last confession. Oh, wow. I just, I've been really busy. No, I completely understand. Sometimes, you know, uh, life gets ahead of you. I honestly, I, I wish I was busier. Like, I wish, uh, why don't I just, can? why don't I just confess to, to why I came in here? Um, yeah, cool. My, my son and I had a fight and he told me that I needed to talk with somebody about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really, I don't believe in therapy. So this is oh. all I could think of well uh i mean in a way this is sort of therapy it's uh has a lot of the same elements but like none of the stigma well different stigma fair enough there's there's a lot of stigmas in the church so yeah um uh i, I will say right off the bat if uh, uh therapy is not something you should ever feel ashamed of it's a very positive experience it can help you really get into the root of certain issues or conflicts you're having and uh find healthy ways of resolving them i but, just uh, don't think that i'm having any issue that was what our that's Part of why we had the fight is oh. that um, I just is envy a sin. Uh, it's yeah. Is it one of the is it one of the big bads? Well, I mean, not technically not like in the Bible itself, but okay. it's one of the seven deadly sins, which is considered to be pretty bad. Well, I have a friend Barbara, mm-hmm. and she is a grandchild, and I'm very jealous mm-hmm. because she has a grandchild and you don't. Yes, have a grandchild. Well, um. I mean, you, you can't you know push people into, you know, uh, you know making life choices that they're not ready to make. I mean, if, I've tried. Uh, with your son to push him, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he has to make his own decisions, and you can certainly make the case for it. And you know, we'd of course love to have more members of of the church and more members of the family. The more, the merrier. But uh, if he's not ready for it, I, you know, I. Or maybe... But it's just, why can't he just give me what I want? Well, is his is his wife ready to? Uh, for, to she expen- has one of those. Um, I never. I can't remember if it's an IUD or an IED. I mix them up. Uh, you don't want to mix those two up. I mix them up all the time. It's a well. Uh, uh, IUD is the uh, intrauterine device. Oh, is that what it stands yes. for? Yes. And the IED is an improvised explosive device. I mean, same thing to me because I, that IUD is exploding my relationship with my son. Oh. And and he didn't put it there. She she oh. went out and she got it. And and now, I, I was I was poking holes in condoms for months, wondering why 
nothing was happening. And then I found out about this IED, IUD? Uh, IUD. IUD. Then I found out about this IUD and I'm like, that explains why I thought I wasn't making the holes big enough. I tried various gauges of needles. Uh, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit. I I don't like to make judgments. I mean, that's, I mean, I guess that's kind of part of my job, but uh, I'm going to say that uh, poking holes in condoms, uh, first off, um, the church, I'm not sure how the church actually looks at that because the church frowns on condoms, but also frowns on... That's why I thought you would understand. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a murky area. If God doesn't think that the rubber should be there in the first place, he's not going to mind a couple of pricks. Sorry, I had to parse that for a second. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking maybe, uh, maybe sometimes... You know, uh, have you ever been in a situation where there's like a, maybe a, a chore that you have to do or there's a, a task a task that's put out in front of you, you don't want to do it, but the more people pressure you to do that, the more you resist doing that? Like, like for me, it's uh, we have to replace the carpets uh, in the uh, in the aisle of the church, mm-hmm. and I know I should just order the carpets and make a decision. But people keep, you know, I keep getting emails and letters asking, "When are we getting they're the new carpets?" They're very trod, like down. They're trodden. Oh no, I'm I'm aware. They're very worn down. And just and the more people remind me of that and ask me when we're getting new carpets, the less eager I am to actually pull the trigger on that. But you can hire somebody to to do that for you. I have to research firms. You have to I could recommend, contract. I could like recommend. I've, I've got so many recommendations just uh, from all angles. And, and uh, I guess I'm, well, that's what I'm saying is uh, I, I've been putting this off. I know I'm procrastinating, you know, finding a contractor to install the new carpet, but it's because I have this feeling of being pushed into it. And maybe if you just let ease off a little bit, you know, stop dropping hints, stop you know, saying, Oh, I'm so jealous of what was your friend's name? Barbara. Barbara. You know, if you say, oh, if you stop pushing them towards that, maybe it'll just happen on its own. Well, that's what I was trying. I was trying to help make it happen on its own. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't say anything. I just, I snuck in. I know where my son, I know where my Peter keeps his condoms. That's it's the same place that he used to keep his baseball cards. He's had that, he's had that nightstand his whole life. It was baseball cards. And then it was the dirty magazines. And then it was condoms. So I know where they are. So I snuck in there. And some of them, honestly, I ha- wanted to have a conversation with him because some of them seemed old. But then I was hmm. like, if he uses an old one, more f- for me, more of a chance. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. If they're expired. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I wasn't dropping hints. I was just poking holes. I'm not sure which is worse. Um, uh, have, you ever, uh, have you ever talked about maybe like what his objections are? I mean, maybe he, maybe there's a reason he's not. I just think he'd be such a nice father i'm sure he he'd would. be such a great dad well uh is, is he nervous is he maybe not does he not feel financially secure i mean does the child is very expensive oh but, it's true yeah but he's always been he was oh he was such a sweet little boy he was always the type to save his money he had a piggy bank and he would save his money and then once it got to a hundred dollars he mm-hmm. would immediately deposit it so I figure huh. if he's been keeping up those habits as an adult, he can afford a child. Wow. I'll buy that child so much. Like, I will just buy that child everything that child needs. I just really want a grandbaby. And, uh, and I think it would be awesome, too. I mean, uh, have you ever thought about maybe, uh, like, what's motivating this? Like, I mean. Is For it, me? Yeah. Is, is it about the joy of having the grandchild to support? Or is this, this just sticking it to Barbara? Well, I can't. 
I can't stick it to Barbara. She already has one. No, that's And true. another on the way. R- really? Yes. Good for I'm Barbara. Just, I mean, she's not doing anything to make it happen. It's just happening to her. Her children are going out and they're, they're creating, they're creating little ones and, and the McKinley legacy is going to be strong and my legacy is just going to kaput. Well, I mean, there's still, there's still going to be time. I'm, I'm sure. I raised Peter. So doesn't he owe me this? It's one thing that I've asked of him since he lived under my roof. This is the only thing I've asked of him. This is the only thing you've ever asked of, of I mean, I used to ask him to, like, you know, like, make his bed and put oh, away yeah. his clothes and, like, <laughs> at least pretend to hide the dirty magazines. Mm-hmm. But since he's left my roof, this is the one thing that I've ever asked of him. Well, uh, have you ever thought about, you know, uh, what your legacy could be without a grandkid? You know, there's lots of other kids out there, ones that could use uh, volunteers and after-school programs and mentoring. and. But they don't have to love me. Do you have any kids? Is that a weird question to ask? Uh, kind of. I'm literally not allowed to. It's uh... Okay. But, like, before hmm? before you found the church. Uh, no, no. I, I found the church pretty early. It was uh, kind of a straight shot. I was a, a double major, and this was one of the two uh, one of the two options I had open to me. Okay. Well... This, Peter, is the only option that I have open to me. Mm-hmm. Because my daughter, Margaret, bless her heart, uh, she's one of those lesbians. So and mm-hmm. she, so she's not going to give me kids. Well, it's just Peter. Well, uh, that might not be the case. That's uh, something that's been changing in society recently. Two women can, can make a baby? Yeah, they can. Uh, they can I'm a... sorry. The science is changing? Well, no, the, the, the science is still what it is. But uh, they can find a donor. Uh, who can uh, who, and they can uh, you know uh, kind of I guess mix things up into like a soup of, of eggs and and sperm and see how see how that goes. Uh, I don't know the science behind it. That would be nice. That would be nice. But like, would Margaret be a good mother? I don't know. I know that Peter would be a great father. So that's I'm just mm. focusing. I figure don't spread yourself thin. Focus on one of your children and getting them to make a baby at a time. If I give up on Peter, maybe I can move on to Margaret, but what do I poke a hole in? Because she doesn't use the diaphragm. She doesn't need to. Fair. And also who does? Fair. So I don't even know if you can buy those anymore, let alone I'm, poke holes in them. I'm, I'm sure you can. That you can. I've found all sorts of stuff on eBay. Well, I just know that when I was... My Peter's age, he's 24. Mm-hmm. When I was Peter's age, I already had Peter. Mm-hmm. And that's just like what you, that's what you did. And I loved him. I don't blame him for anything except for this. I blame him for not having a, not having a child yet. Well, one of the most uh, common reasons I always hear when people are not sure if they should start a family is that they have a lifestyle they're very comfortable with. Uh, or maybe that they have a job that you know, doesn't let them stay home enough. Uh, what does Peter do outside of... He's an accountant. Oh, nice. So he just does accounting. He's a nice, that's what I'm saying. He'd be a great father. He's got a nice, stable job. He can, he can, if he has a little boy, he'd be perfect to like teach him how to tie a tie. He wears a tie every day. I don't fully understand Hmm. everything he does, but like I used to have a job. I had a lifestyle before I had Peter and Margaret. Mm -hmm. What did you do? I was a teacher. Oh, so, oh, see, it's like you had a bunch of kids basically. But they didn't have to love me. Oh, fair enough. And so this grant, I just, I just want, 
I just want a, I just want a cute nickname, and I want somebody to make me wipe, wipe the the sugar and donut glaze off of their hands, and I just want somebody to, to want to watch my stories with me. Uh, your stories? Yeah, my stories. Mm-hmm. All my children exclusively. I oh. only watch all my children. Uh, great show, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, uh, are, are you are you caught up? I am not. I'm going oh, back okay. and I'm doing a rewatch. Okay. Oh so wow. So I'm back in the Kelly Ripa years. Okay. So wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, that rewatch must have started a while ago too. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Uh, that's that's commitment. It's the only thing that I found that I like on television. Well, you know, if if, if what you're after is uh, a sense of uh, unconditional love and support, have you ever considered uh, a pet? Like a like a. I already have a husband. I don't mm-hmm. need a. I don't need another animal in a house. Speaking of, I tried poking holes in his condoms, my husband's. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, which I feel like, one hundred percent within my right to do. I I bought them, so mm-hmm. I can do what I want with them. This is another one where I feel like the church is going to be really cloudy on. Because what the you right don't course like condoms in the first place. Yeah. But he had a vasectomy, so I don't know. Oh, wait. What? My husband had a vasectomy. So why do you? Have condoms to poke Oh, because I prefer them. Oh, okay. Fair enough. It's it's just like, otherwise it kind of grosses me out. Oh, fair enough. It's like I never Wait. wash the dishes without putting on gloves. So. So your husband had a vasectomy, does not need condoms, but you prefer them, but you also have poked holes. I, desperate times, father. No. I, desperate times. In case maybe you're like your son borrowed one or. There, you know, uh, no, a vasectomy is not a hundred percent. I have, oh, a, yeah. I have, I have a friend who, who got, who got knocked up in her later years. Uh, and so I just know like that it's not a hundred percent. I know that that IUD is not a hundred percent. Oh, really? Uh, oh yeah. It's like the most effective, but it's not a hundred percent. So I've tried everything. She has one of those copper ones. I don't know if what, um. If anything is corrosive to copper, but I've like thought about maybe like maybe like slipping something into her drinks. But I guess if it's intrauterine, it wouldn't reach the IUD. Huh. I'm running out of ideas, Father. Hmm. I, I I don't know if I have a a straightforward solution. Uh, I mean, how how's your how does your husband feel? Is he is eager to have a a grandkid? <laughs> He doesn't care about anything but his golf. And and uh, I let him build a shed in the backyard. He'll leave me alone for a while now. But I just thought, you know, a, a little one running around the halls in that great big house. I thought it'd be nice. And I'm sure it would be. And uh, I don't, it's nice when it's not when you have to take care of all of the time. But it has to love you and you can say no to babysitting because your grandma, and and if you don't want to babysit, then Peter and Christy, they don't get to go out. They just have to stay home. But if I want to babysit, like, I will watch that kid for a whole weekend. I'll teach that kid everything. Have you picked out names? Oh, so many. Kids these days have ridiculous names, like Juniper and, like, Dagwood and, and, mm-hmm. and like, Trevor. And I... Just like a simple name. I was thinking Barry, if it's a boy, mm-hmm. short for Barnaby, it's my grandfather's oh. name. And and maybe just like Marie for a girl's name. 
That's my short list. Uh, is there is there anything you do differently this time around? Oh, well, I would make sure that that little that little tyke knew that if I ask him for something to do it for me. Hmm. So maybe I can have a great grandbaby one day. Oh, gotcha. So like like really like just uh, like prime the pump early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. I tell you. I do have to ask. What does uh, what does uh, Chrissy do? She's a high powered attorney. Oh. So she's she's working all the time. Um, she she wears those uh, those uh, those power suits. Well, have you? Uh, maybe you could incentivize. I mean, you've already said you'd be willing to, to pay for things and, and buy stuff and help out financially, but... Uh, maybe yeah, I could... already do. I pay for their Netflix account. Oh, really? I, uh, I bought them a new TV. Oh. Um, I, paid, I paid for their, new, their bed. I thought that would surely... I got them a really nice... One of those really nice, like, um, internet mattresses that they only sell on the internet. Oh, I know the ones. Yeah. You can't... I mean, one of those, I had a promo code. Oh, yeah, um, I, I have like 30 promo co- I get emails all the time. It's a very soft bed, but mm-hmm. it apparently does not encourage people to procreate. Hmm. Just sleep, apparently. All the, I'm sure they just sleep in that bed. Huh. That seems like a double-edged sword there. Well, I thought it would help. I thought I bought lingerie for, for Christy. That's strange. Um, well, I mean, it was, it was tasteful. Oh, okay. It wasn't black or anything. Um, it didn't have any, like, it was more of like, um, do have you ever watched that movie Grease? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Sandy D's nightgown. It was all, fl- it was like, a, I think they call them teddies. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, it was so cute. It was so cute. Honestly, if they had a daughter that could be a nightgown for their daughter one day, very small, probably fit like a, like a, like a, probably like a T4. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to imagine... If, you know, my parents ever told me the story of, uh, and, you know, and your baby clothes are what you were conceived in. Wouldn't that be magical? I'm just having a lot of trouble wrapping my brain around how that conversation would go. Well, it's, it would go really well because I would be there to fill in all the gaps and make sure that that baby knew that that baby was going to give me a great grandbaby. (laughs) See, if you let them, if you give them the birds and the bees talk earlier... Maybe you get grandbabies earlier. I feel like you, you've got a very detailed plan of how this is going to go for none several generations. None of it's worked so far, though. you got to get over that first hump. Forgive the expression. Oh, no. Uh, Do they the, still call it humping? Uh, I, is I'm hump sure, still a thing? I think, I think so. I hear it in, believe it or not, I hear it in the confessional more than you might imagine. Oh. Mm-hmm. Lots well, of st- these walls could talk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Gosh, I, I really don't. I really don't know if I have any uh, any solutions for. It. I, I guess you know. I'm I'm going to speak personally here. Uh, a lot of times, you know, there's, in in the church we have lots of uh, there's lots of rules and uh, and and dogma and and one of them is no condoms and yeah. and and let that family line go long mm-hmm. or something like that. It's been a while since I've been to church, Father. Oh, that's right. You said I've been a few. Well, uh, one of the things would be to you know remember the Sabbath and keep it holy, which would be showing up every <clears throat> Sunday. Um, but uh, as you know, that doesn't always happen. Uh, I guess my point is, you can't. I can't make any of my parishioners do anything. Oh, you can't. No, I. I this I can't. is Peter and Christie's church. I was really hoping you might be able to slip oh. something into the sermon about about family legacy and and the 
glory of childbirth. It Ooh. destroys your body, but oh, is oh. it worth it? Okay, well, now we're now we're talking because I can do that. Oh, goody. I can absolutely do that. I just can't actually make anyone do anything. Okay. But like but, Oh, I do subliminal sermons all the time. But then what do they mean by the power of Christ compels you? Uh, that's uh, if the, are you not you're not you're not helping with the compelling. Uh, that only has to do with uh, demons possessing a uh, human soul. Uh, is this IED not a demon? IUD. I'm sorry. Is this not a demon? This uh, little it's like the size of a sugar packet, but it is ruining my relationship with my son. I, I think it's just copper, right? She has the copper one. Yes, oh, yeah. non hormonal. Mm. Uh, well, I mean that's. I can't really compel a piece of copper to do anything unless I had like a magnetron or something. Do you think that would work? What? A magnet? Well, I mean, copper. Is uh, copper magnetic? Well, it's not attracted. It's worth a try. It's not attracted to magnets, but if you run a magnetic field through it, it gets like really hot. Oh, and then she'll have to get it out because that'd be uncomfortable. Uh, Well, I I mean like. Like cramps are bad, but like a hot piece of copper in your uterus? No, thank you. Well, I wouldn't recommend. She'd rather have a baby in there than a hot piece of copper, I'd imagine. Well, I I wouldn't recommend using magnetic induction to uh, try to get a grandchild. If if anything, it's probably going to have the opposite effect. What if you microwave it? That one. We don't have a big enough microwave. Yeah. We do have a very large microwave. But probably not big enough. Not big enough for Christy. Mm -hmm. Though she is very petite. But you can put something in your sermon. Listen, I don't want to bribe. I don't want to bribe you. No, no, we don't accept bribes. But I thought that's why you packed the basket. Well, those are donations. Tomato, tomato. IUD, IED. I mean. I don't want to bribe you. I'm just saying that Christy and Peter mm -hmm. go to your church. Uh, They're very supportive. They both have well-paying jobs. I'm sure that they contribute to that basket. Mm -hmm. If they had a little one, you'd gain a parishioner. Oh, well, I'm entirely on board with that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm actually working on a, on a sermon right now um, that I might have to postpone in light of this. It's about uh, Cain and Abel and about moderation and having kids. Mm, don't need it. Yeah. I mean, it's basically about, it's great to have a large family, but you, you got to watch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I oh I had to watch Peter. Yeah. What a little rabble rouser. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean like watch it like not keep having them? Oh, not necessarily. It was it was more like if you're going to have kids, let's make sure that one of them doesn't stone the other one to death because out of jealousy. Um, but I'm realizing that might not be the message we want to send right now. So maybe I could do something. I don't know. Like um, oh, like uh, like Moses. Nope, that's probably a bad example too. Yeah. Uh. Wow, I'm starting to realize that kids do not fare well. In the a only lot of... one I can think of is the is the is the one where his dad had to kill him, or was almost Abraham, killed him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, prob- oh, oh, but what about what about Jacob? He had a ele- he had a tw- eleven or twelve sons. Oh, that's right. One of them had the fancy jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be. I love that show. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a great example. It's about it's a story about you know a, a father doing his best for his family, and part of that involves his son being sold into uh, slavery and oh, yeah, that to... does have a child slavery angle. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm guessing. But he's I'm... still at eleven. See, if I if Peter had a child and sold it into slavery, then I'd still have zero grandchildren. I have two. I could sell Margaret, and I'd still oh, have well, Peter. I'm just saying. Uh, 
you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work on a sermon, but I'm thinking maybe we'll just leave the Bible out of it this one time. Maybe just like talking. I could talk about like a, I saw Ray Romano stand-up special. Yeah. Uh, he's great. And his, his insight into like, you know, what it's like to have kids and how your life changes is great. But it always ends on a positive note that even though everything is, is, is chaotic and weird, uh, it's still great to have those kids and looking forward to the future. So maybe I can do that. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Mm-hmm. I could just show some clips from the uh, from, from the Everybody stand- Loves Raymond. Oh no, from, from the stand up. Yeah, from the stand up special. What a hip church you have. Well, we've never tried it before. We're you know we're we're, we're working on it. We, ha- we have an incredible like lighting and sound system and a fog machine, and we just never use it for church services. So that's where the budget goes, not the carpet, apparently. Oh no, that that pays for itself uh, on weekend rentals. Uh, See, and you could have another parishioner bopping around. Bopping around in here, mm-hmm. and I know that. So I, I used to go to church. Mm-hmm. I, I would take Peter, and I would always let him put money in the collection basket. He loved that. So if there was a little one, you might get even mm-hmm. more contributions. All right, or bribes. All right. So uh, uh, how, how about we say this? Uh, how about the next couple of weeks? I'll do some uh, Ray Romano uh, themed sermons. Hell, I might come. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Oh, no, quite all right. We, you, uh, we'll we'll just tack that on to the. To the penance at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I do have to say, though, uh, uh, sabotaging people's family planning, uh, the church doesn't necessarily approve of that, but there's also nothing that says that they don't. So I, I can't really call that one a Yeah, a I sin feel like outright. the church doesn't condemn it explicitly either. Yeah. Uh, how, how about we say uh, the how about we say the penance is going to be for uh, not being overt with your subversion? I'll of, be sneakier. Great. So yeah, I mean, I think you should be less sneaky with your secret sabotage. But then it's not a secret. I've really never dealt with the situation before, so it's fine. I'll just I'll pu- I'll turn up the heat, but I'll turn down the poking holes. Oh, there you go. That's perfect. I, I think that's a I think that's a solution that makes everyone happy. Only if I get a grandbaby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, why don't we say, uh, for your penance, we'll do uh, uh, five Hail Marys uh, and five Our Fathers. Uh, and then, um, yeah, just uh, keep uh, you know keep nudging them to uh, drop in that donation basket. Okay. And you tell me when you're going to play the Ray Romano, because I'll come. Oh, I've got, I've got it on DVD. It's ready to go. Are you doing anything now? No. You want to go watch it? Yeah. And that concludes another episode of the Our Father podcast. Thanks, as always, to our priest, Father Patrick Connolly. You can see Patrick perform every Saturday with World News Tonight at the I.O. Theater in Chicago. You can also see him perform Thursdays at 9 p.m. with Max A.C. at the Bug House Theater. Our guest confessor this episode was Natalie Mueller-Younger. You can find Natalie on Twitter and Instagram at Natty Younger, that's with a Y, and Natalie-Younger.com. Special thanks to Rudy Mendoza and Spencer Hamilton. If you like the show, please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, or even easier, tell a friend. Also, if you'd like to donate to the show, please go to patreon.com slash arcade audio. Follow us on Twitter, Our Father Pod, and send emails of your own confessions to arcadeaudio.net slash confessions.
You can find many guests of the Our Father podcast featured this month at PodSlam, the podcast marathon for Connor's Cure, on September 22nd, live at IO Chicago and streaming on Twitch. Go to arcadeaudio.net slash PodSlam for tickets, donations, lineup, and more. Until next time, I'm Rich. God bless.